I'm sorry, I've, I've, my brain's just got stuck. <laughs> I was like, I was going to say something, you know, dazzling, and then it's like, no. Your brain got dazzled out of existence. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. Um, we're here. We are. It's it's you, it's me, it's the virtual campfire, and it's it all our friends gathered around here to, 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 to join in. Hello, the, the, lovely the, listeners. The chat and the natter. Yeah, and all of that and, and all, all that. good vibes. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you know, <clears throat> we they they're not going to be saying a lot during this recording. No, um, but it's still cool. The know, vibe I'm, is still good. It, it is. It is good. I mean, yeah, they, they, they're welcome to, to to talk to us. You know, yeah, they can do that. Um, you know, uh, we we'd love to 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 speak to them. Um, yeah, let's do that part at the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hello, welcome around the virtual campfire for Frithcast episode 70. 70! I know, right? We should be doing something special for this. And I thought, but that makes it sound as though this episode is not going to be special. And actually it is. Because yeah, this, this episode yeah. is going to be about feuding and violence and... And a lawyer. And a lawyer and some stolen cheese... Oh no, that was last episode was the stolen cheese. It might crop up again. It, I couldn't give that away or not, it's a spoiler. It might crop up again, and even if it doesn't, there is still, I feel, there is still a, a certain ambient, a certain residual... Cheesiness. ...sense of... Cheesiness. Of the ghost of cheese. cheese. Yes, the, it, it hangs, <clears throat> it hangs over proceedings, like... Um, the cheese knife of Damocles. I, the cheese knife of Damocles, yes. I was, <laughs> I was, I was thinking a little bit like um, King Hamlet. <clears throat> King Hamlet. You know, King Hamlet's ghost. Yes. Which, which appears at the beginning of the play, but but still maintains a sort of a, you know, is still somehow present throughout yeah. the play. In 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 a very similar way, I I I feel that. You know, there will always be... <laughs> Hamlet hath in madness cheesiness slain! <laughs> Doesn't never, work. Have you never heard of cheese and Hamlet? They go well together. Oh, I missed that one. I, so... I went for the Hamlet hath in madness line. And... But no, it's good. <sighs> it's good, it's all good. I should have gone for the ham line. <laughs> it's just... The ham line. <laughs> Lovely listeners, welcome to episode 70. Hello. We're going to carry on with Niall's saga. So just, so, to, just to recap. Do you recap. want me to recap? Do you want to recap? No, you go ahead with a recap. Just to Start recap. with the Queen of Denmark and the zapping. Yep, the Queen of Denmark. Oh, sorry, Nadj- Queen, of, Queen of Norway and the, the zapping. Queen of Norway nudged somebody's nudges. She did. 
Um, she went, no scrubs. She went, no scrubs, zap. The guy went, yes, that's all very well. Ow, 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 pain, 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 shrivel, shrivel. Yeah. Things. But I've got a niece and her name is Halberd. Halgerd. 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 And she's lovely, mm-hmm. but she's got a thief's eyes. Yes. And then... He, I don't know what happened to him after that. He presumably I don't know took either. his he kind of did his going away, <clears throat> painful thing. and went and sat in an ice block hobbled, or something. Hobbled off somewhere. Yeah. And then the next we know, Cold rock. Just... Uh, we've got these two mates. <clears throat> yeah. Nile. Yeah. And Gunnar. Yeah. Who are like Asterix and Obelix, or Mr. Croup and Mr. Vandermar. Whichever is your preference. And Nile is a lawyer. Yeah. Very clean shaven. <laughs> Yeah. Bit shit. As a lawyer. Yeah, as good advice givers go, not so good. Gives one bit of advice to Gunnar. Do not marry Halberd because she's got a thief's eyes. (laughs) Gunnar goes, thanks for that valuable bit of advice, my bestest friend, Niall, who is my bestest friend. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to completely ignore you and do it anyway because, look at her, thief's eyes or no, going going for, 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 for that. Yeah. Gets into this relationship where they gets married. They set up. They've got Niall and his wife. Yeah. Is this who they're feuding with? Uh, no, the wives just don't get on with each other. They start up Berg, killing each other's slaves. Bergthora. Yeah. Bergthora, that's it. <clears throat> they start killing each other's slaves. Yeah, Niall's wife, Bergthora. Anyway, it all gets very silly. Some cheese <laughs> gets stolen. <laughs> Gunnar gets exiled but doesn't want to go. Yeah. He decides he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna resist. Yeah. He's gonna stand his ground, stick it to the man, and the man comes along in uh, besieges the house. Gunnar says, "Woman," he says, "Because mm-hmm. that's how they used to talk then." It is. Woman, he says, "I'm gonna die. I'm, no, I need. I've got no weapons, and they've caught me unawares somehow in my own house. I haven't got any weapons. I'm not sure how." But there no, you no, go. Either. Maybe his good sword was off at the dry cleaners. You never know. You never know. You don't. Give me. I need. <laughs> I have here my bow, but it is stringless. Mm-hmm. And what good is a stringless bow? I need a string for my bow. For lack of any Kevlar, can I borrow some of your hair? Well, not so much borrow as take. She's not going to give it back at the end. She says. Depends how strong it is. Yeah. She says, "Will you die if I don't give you my hair?" Yes, he says, almost certainly. They're coming through the walls. Mm-hmm. I think there was something about them coming through the walls. And she says, well, in that case, you can whistle for your bowstring. Basically, yeah. I'm going to sit here and I might eat my cheese. Mm-hmm. She disappears from the story. <laughs> history doesn't relate what happened to him, or at least history as you've oh, told it to me so far. splattered. Oh, he gets splattered. Well, yeah. I, and she and disappears. Na- and now the conclusion. And now... This fortnight's exciting conclusion. <laughs> right, so... So we've kind of given away the fact that he doesn't make it out. He doesn't make it out, oh, but that's shame. okay because there's plenty more intrigue to come. You'd think for somebody who'd been dropped in the magic potion when he was a baby. Bit narnered, really. He'd have done better than that. Didn't have a bowstring. Yeah. Scuppered. But she also disappears from the story. Indeed. So, the second part of Niall's saga starts with Does it Niall's... involve Niall? Niall's sons. <laughs> I know, right? Poor Niall doesn't really get a look in. But this starts with Niall's sons. Okay. 
who come back from Norway. And they've brought all the souvenirs back, and they've also brought a guy back with them called Kari. K-A-R-I. Okay. Who marries into their family. All right. They've also brought some random hangers-on, a bit like kind of waking up the morning after with a traffic cone and a passport. And they've a passport some, in the name of Emily Birkenstein. Yeah, they've brought back some hangers-on back from Norway who are a little bit, kind of like, little bit wide boys, little bit of a troublemakers. Right. These new friends... Uh -huh. Start a little bit of a few feuds off. Okay. Which is, you know, might be how they're saying hello in this country, I don't know. But they're kind of making a little bit of bother. So in one of the most cool yet totally implausible deaths in this entire saga happens here. Okay. One of Niall's sons slides past one of these troublemakers on the ice and beheads him. Oh, come on. That's got to look awesome. I know, right? I mean, Just you... kind of everywhere. But it's like accidentally having my sword out <clears throat> to steady myself while I'm on the ice, accidentally speeding towards somebody. Oops, I've accidentally cut his head off. How does that even work accidentally? It, well, yeah, but, you can, but you can already <clears throat> see the camera work, can't you? I can, actually, yeah. Kind of zooming gonna low... Sunset silhouette shot, squidge and done. That's going to look badass. But you yeah. could do it quite artistically, actually, couldn't you? I think it? that's probably the only way you could do yeah, that shot, to be honest. Yeah. Once you've got over how cool that death is, another feud or two later... <laughs> time is technically, in this saga, it's measured in seasons. Like, you get this season, and then that helps measure the passage of time. Okay. But to be fair, I figure it's probably measured in feuds. To be honest, <laughs> it's not measured in seasons. Niall then adopts that dead man's son, Huskuld. Huskuld. So he adopts him into the family. And Huskuld does pretty good for himself. He becomes the favoured son. And he becomes a great chieftain in his own right. He's got his Mercedes, he's got his trophy wife, he's having a pretty good life. He's got his two heated towel rails. He's got his two heated towel rails. He's got his Mercedes Benz. He's got his stock investment portfolio for his retirement. He's sitting pretty comfy. Mm. Yeah? Good yard. Good yard. <laughs> so another chieftain gets jelly. Gets totally jealous You're of gonna. what this guy, Huskuld, has got. Mm -hmm. And he convinces Niall's sons and one son-in-law, randomly, to go and murder Huskuld. Okay. Okay. You with me so far? Murder Huskuld. Yeah. One of Huskuld's relatives, Flossie, wants payment, so there's a collection. Flossie? Yeah. Flossy. So, one of the relatives of Huskuld, yep. who was the adopted son from a guy that Niall's son murdered on the ice with the cool beheading, adopted by Niall into his family, does himself pretty good, gets his college degree, does his thing, gets a nice stable household, somebody else is jealous of them, convinces all of his, I don't know, adopted brothers, I guess, to murder the successful guy... One of the successful guy's relatives, Flossie, wants payment for this death. So the death, the, 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 the deading's actually been done. The deading has been done. 
Huskuld so, Huskar, is dead. Not Huskuld, Huskuld is dead. Huskuld is dead. Yeah. Flossie feels aggrieved and feels she has a claim <clears throat> to the Weregilt or whatever, Weregilt or whatever he it is. He feels he has a claim. Oh, Flossie is a he. Flossie is a he. I am sorry I assumed his gender. So Flossie wants payment for the death of this successful chieftain, okay. Huskuld. All right. So there's a mighty big collection by Niall's sons. And even Niall throws in this trippin' fancy cloak. All right. Onto the pile of gold to say, here is payment for your relative's death. You don't need to feud with us anymore. Okay. Flossie takes a look at this fancy cloak and roasts Niall for it. He does not like this fancy cloak. He says that this fancy cloak is unisex. It's not manly. It's got too many frills on it. He don't like it. This is poor Niall again. He's... They're all having a go all, at Niall. All with the unmanly, with the no beard thing he's got going no on. Beard. He's and got... lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's. The offer is rejected. Okay. Flossie then goes on the warpath. And he decides that the appropriate retribution for the death of his relative Huskuld is to kill the entirety of Niall's family. Proportion. I like it. I know, right? Threw in a fancy cloak, big pile of gold, did not want it, said the cloak had too many ruffles, last season's colours, didn't like it, moving on. Decides that instead of that, he's going to go murder all of Niall's family in their home. I'm going to go out on a limb here <laughs> and declare, for the purposes of this story, yeah. Flossie is a bad guy. Flossie's a bit of a burk. <clears throat> yeah. So Flossie goes to Niall's house to burn it down. Okay. Hence the name of the saga. Burnt Niall. The saga of Burnt Niall. Okay. And he agrees that of all of Niall's household, which at the moment is probably quite vast... Of all of Niall's household, Niall can leave and the women can leave, but everybody else has to die okay. for the insult with the cloak and the pile of gold. Because he tried to give him a pile of gold in payment for... Yeah. But it had a ruffle on it. Didn't like it. Didn't Ugh. match his eyes. Did not like it. So, but Niall decides that that's not a very manly thing to do, to leave with the women, and his wife... Beg Thora, who ordered the killing of the slaves. Do you remember that part? I do remember. Yeah. They decide they don't want to leave their sons. Okay. So they stay in the house. I understand the sentiment. And everybody dies apart from Kari. Kari, remind me. Kari was the one that somebody brought in... Yep. To He's the one that's come back over with Niall's sons from Norway. That's right. And married into the and family. And he adopts in. And he marries and in. marries in, yeah. He marries in. Yeah. So Kari is the only one who escapes the house burning, which kills Niall and his wife and their sons. Okay. Now, this you might see as is, is being quite heroic and... He's quite plotting on revenge that he's going to take against Flossie. I don't... But for the fact that Kari leaves his own son in a burning house... 
to escape to revenge him rather than just getting his son out with him. I mean, even before that had occurred to me, I still wasn't seeing an awful lot of heroism in any of this. No, I know. It gets better. Oh, go on. It gets better. <clears throat> so, Flossie has gone to Niall's house to burn yeah. it down. Niall refuses to leave. And he and his wife stay in the house with their sons to die. Die horribly. Die horribly. But Kari, who married into the family and is also came back across from Norway with Niall's sons... Yeah. ...escapes. Okay. ...by running along a roof beam. But he... Oh, that's awesome. He escapes, but he's kind of plotting revenge and right. swearing oaths against Flossie. Okay, yeah. He's just burned his entire I mean, family to honest, down. To be honest, I'm, I'm not enamoured of Flossie right now. No, but Kari leaves his own son in the burning building to escape... To plot revenge against his son's death. Yeah, I'm not enamoured of Kari either. No, there, there you go. There we go. So he actually leaves his his own son in the burning building. Rather than getting his son out or getting any of his other relatives out of this burning building, he escapes going, don't worry, family, I shall avenge you. And they're going, ow, ow, hot, ow. Well, that's like Nero, though, isn't it? Yeah. Nero, Nero, of... Nero follows Spock back in time. <clears throat> yeah. Right? And... He, because he wants vengeance on Spock. Yeah. Because Spock was the one that failed to stop the supernova <laughs> reaction explosion that ki that destroyed Romulus and killed his family. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. But he follows Spock back in time, chasing him for revenge. Yep. Right. He gets back to a time considerably earlier than Spock does by like several years, and he sits and waits. He lies doesn't in go wait. back to Romulus. He doesn't and start go back getting to Romulus yeah. and say, in "It's a few, like that." And it's like when when the Romulan Senate says to him, oh, "We don't believe you. We don't believe in time travel." Where the hell do you think this ship came from? This point, is point point. This is my souped-up limo. Yeah, have a look at this baby. Yeah, but he doesn't do that. No, he pursues he sits his, there and waits. His, his angry vengeance, anyway. Even yeah. though in doing that, he guarantees the death of the person he's supposed to be avenging in the first place. Kari is basically Nero. Yes. So Kari then has a bit of a trek because he chases Flossie and the other people who burned down his father's house mm -hmm. with all of his family inside. The family that he married into, all of them inside it. Yeah, yeah. He chases them to Scotland. Oh, wow. And kills them. He even takes a bit of a side quest and he breaks into the feast hall of the Earl of Orkney to kill a guy who is dissing Nile. Just on his way past. Drive by but splatting. He, he... Wait. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I told you. This second part... I like Orkney. Yeah. I mean, is that, can I'm, I just settle down with the Earls of Orkney? Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. come out of this with nothing else, at least I've had a quick look at Orkney on the way past. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm confused. Where do you want me to go back to? I don't know. <laughs> so, where did, when did we leave Romulus? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know what year it was. <laughs> I just... I can't. <laughs> So, okay, so we've gone to the Earl of Orkney's house, yeah, we've broken in, he we've busted up some in. guy because he said something nasty about Niall, the guy that we've left to In a burn burning to house death, to burn to death. With our son. 
Yeah, so we're definitely on the moral high ground here. Totally on the moral high ground. And having murdered this this Orcadian dude, yeah, who we know nothing else about. Or nothing I don't else about the we move wrong on. end of the pointy end of the sword. Squelch. <clears throat> we move on. The last bit of this saga is that you finally get a measure of peace and sp- stability when Kari remarries into Flossie's family. What? Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's it. That's the end no. of this whole big document, is that. It's not... It's not the best ending, though, is it? I it's mean, not hugely satisfactory from a reader point of view, I must admit. Kind of it just stops. kind of stops. It literally just stops. Now, they use seasons to measure the passage of time, although I'm joking they use feuds to measure the yeah, passage yeah, of time yeah. to go through these things. But if any time you've got a battle or any time you've got a point of law, it's like the author goes into super hyper detail mode. Okay. And you get grave detail about how this person's leg was chopped off and at what angle and how inches high from the knee and where exactly the blade came out and how many blood spatters there were. And all of this is like hyper detail, slow motion battle I've, sequence. I've spent the last couple of weeks watching Mindhunter. I'm not going to be criticising anybody for that kind of detail yeah. in stories. So I can't, I, I, again, moral high ground, I cannot claim it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other point is that whenever a point of law is mentioned, it's gone into with that same exacting detail. Forensic detail. So it's like, this is a huge, big genealogical mess about who's related to who, who's got revenge on who, who's got the thief eyes and who fancies who and who's rejected who and what they've done in revenge for that (laughs) rejection and where the cheese fits in is anybody's guess. And in the end anyway, (laughs) everybody gets Game of Thrones. Yeah, everybody does. And like there's only two people left. Yeah, basically. There's Flossie, three people. There's Flossie, there's Kari, and there's whoever Kari married. Yeah. Who's a relative of Flossie's. Well, there's a lot of other names that come through this. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That are They're basically superfluous to this plot. This is the main plot yeah. of Niall's saga. And if you go and read it for yourself, you'll be thinking, I've read 20 character names and not one of them is a name she's mentioned is because I've been trying to cut out all the extraneous stuff and just stick with the main points of the saga. You've been doing us the Reader's Digest version. I've been trying to do you the montage version of Niall's saga. And it has some themes to it. There's a lot of themes about honour, about losing honour, about keeping honour. Niall deciding that he's going to stay with his sons rather than leave. Reminds me of the the quote, yes, albeit he was a bad guy. The quote from Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg mm-hmm. in The Fifth Element, where he says, Honour has killed millions of people. It's never saved a single one. Yeah, well, Honour certainly gets Niall killed because he elects to stay with his sons, who have been convinced to murder his adopted son. I mean, Zorg might have been trying to destroy the universe and plunge us all into an eternal darkness, but he had his honour point there. about right. You've got a lot of points where masculinity is mentioned. So you've got, you know, Gunnar is described as this big masculine warrior. Mm. Niall is constantly described as this beardless lawyer who isn't a warrior. Mm. 
and that he constantly makes bad decisions. And in the end... In the end... How do they both end up? Deed. Both deed. Very deed. So you've got this kind of... Especially with the... When Flossie demands payment for Huskull's murder, mm-hmm. you've got that whole kind of, here's the wear guild and here's a fancy cloak. Oh, no, I'm not taking that because it's unisex and it's not masculine and I'm not wearing that and it's yours and rah, I'm not having it. Mm. You've got a whole kind of Christianity versus paganism theme that runs through the middle of this saga as well. Niall is Christian. Of course. Although... I don't know. I'm yeah. still not entirely convinced. When you, the minute you said to me right at the start, and the minute you said, <clears throat> Niall's a really bad lawyer and he keeps giving advice to people that creates all sorts of problems and makes things more complicated. He does. Creates chaos. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, and who else do we know? Yeah, technically. <clears throat> but how Christian yeah. was he really? How Christian was he really? Yeah, it's a very odd saga for the tension between those two faiths. Mm. There's a lot of that that I've not been able to sort of say because it's this big, huge, big saga. And I mean, it's taken us two episodes just to go through the bare bones of what goes on. The bare... Scorched, scorched bones. Scorched, (laughs) scorched bones of what goes on. The other themes in this, you get a lot of things about... Yeah, kinship. You get who is related to who, you get adoption, you get fostering, you get marrying into families and being treated as uh, with as much weight as the other sons. You get the relationship at the <coughs> beginning between Niall and his best mate Gunnar. And you get a couple of action scenes worthy of John Wick. You get a whole couple of action scenes worthy of John Wick. So it's kind of got a bit of everything. Mm. Too many names? It's kind of like they were supposed to put a teaspoon of names in and they ended up putting a couple of tablespoons in because they read the recipe wrong and they just dropped the extra names in and you'll never notice. They are all over the place. Lots and lots and lots of different names. Mm. So, Niall's Saga is probably the big, long saga of all of the Icelandic sagas. This is kind of your... Your keystone. This is your jewel in the crown. This, this big sucker is a big sucker. It, I mean, I'm obviously, I'd never heard of any of it before, and I, and I and and obviously now, what I've got is what we've mm. what we've talked about. It's like I'm I'm sort of I would have to read it in full and 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 sort of get the full picture of it because I'm sort of sitting here thinking. Yeah, like you say the jewel in the crown, the, the considered the best of the Icelandic sagas. Yeah, this and is I'm your like, big beastie saga. And I'm like, but it's like I don't know what it's getting at, you know? I mean, I suppose it's not. No. If it's a saga, it's just recording something that's supposedly happened, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's like you cross genealogy with Dallas. Do you know, I was thinking that. And you get that, this, yeah. or Dynasty. I was thinking we ought to we ought to put use the Dynasty theme tune instead of ours. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. It's like a big soap opera with swords in it. That. But that. yeah, basically, Niall's saga is huge. It's the big, long saga. Mm. It's mahusive to try and read. To try and untangle any part of this story... It's probably easier to read 
a summary version first. Yeah. And then go and look at the main story. So you've got those main character names in your head. You can just pick them out of the text. Yeah. Much easier because otherwise you'll get bogged down into what so-and-so's dog nicked from the other so-and-so's and they had for lunch and what colour their sheep were before you actually get to the main did character. Have, did we ever establish what colour We did were? not. It's I have not. no idea. I still want to know. <laughs> I know. So yeah, there's a it's... lot of big themes in this saga, mm. but it is very, it's it is judged to be the best of the sagas that we have, and we have a lot of sagas, but this. This little, is the humdinger. This is the. Uh... This is your big kind of beastie. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. lovely listeners, <laughs> you are welcome. If you wish to go and listen back to this episode two or three times to get the story back in your head, because even reciting it, I'm getting will, confused. But we'll quite understand if you'd rather not. Yeah, if you'd rather not, that's fine. You're through Nile Saga. It's okay. You made it. You made it. <laughs> <sighs> Lovely listeners, we're going to just leave you contemplating the contemplations around the virtual campfire. If you would like to find us online, my name is Suzanne Martin. You can find me under that name on Facebook. You can also find me on Twitter at Geetherin Jeans. Drop me a line, come and say hi, drop me a friend request. Whatever you want to do, it's all good. I'm always happy to talk shop. And if you want to find me, I am uh, online as Kate Goldwyn. And I do have social media of my own, but in all honesty, you're probably easier contacting Suzanne. (laughs) Lovely listeners, we will leave she can, you she can, she can direct you to me, it's fine. Contemplating all the fun, fun things. Stolen cheese, bowstrings made out of ladies' hair. Uh-huh. Revenge, marriage, more revenge, chases, escapes, all of that good stuff. We will talk to you next time for episode 71. 71. All right. (laughs) See you. Bye-bye.